You're listening to Transcend Your Dichotomy, the podcast where we explore and expose the illusion that being a successful entrepreneur is at odds with our deepest desires, our truest selves, or the impact we're after. I'm Brooke Monahan, and it's my hope that this podcast will inspire you to let go of what you think you should do and embrace your very own transcendent vision. How do you feel about networking? (laughs) If you are anything like me or most people who I think I know, then my guess is the idea of going to networking events might not exactly excite you. Um, However, when it comes to building a business in a way that is sustainable, Having a really solid network and community is pretty essential. And honestly, I think that those connections with other people in our community and in our network are oftentimes the things that keep us going, that keep us fueled, um, that keep us connected to why we do what we do, and that remind us that we're not alone. So... Building a network and creating true, strong relationships with people and creating a community is something that is kind of essential and can really make things a lot easier. So when I got on a call with Katrina Widener, who is on today's podcast episode, and she told me that she loves networking and if she could just get paid to network, she would. I thought, okay, well, clearly I need to have Katrina come on the podcast. So today you're going to hear a conversation that I had with Katrina about going to networking events and creating relationships with new people and building community. And you are going to hear me kind of hijack this podcast interview to get my own advice um, that I need around where to find networking events and how to find places that I can go and meet new people that feel like maybe they actually are my people. Because let's be honest, a lot of the business networking events that are out there, they're not for all of us, right? So that's what you're gonna hear in today's episode. And to give you a little bit of an intro about Katrina, Katrina Widener is a business coach, a podcast host, and a community leader. Um, I have been on Katrina's podcast, Badass Business Squad, and I have also guested in in her community. Um, So you should go over and check out at least my episode um, of the Badass Business Squad and check out some other episodes that interest you while you're over there. She helps badass entrepreneurs get lit up in business through her custom group coaching community. And today we are talking all about networking and building community. Now, before we get into today's episode, a couple of things to fill you in on. Um, I have put my free events on hold through the end of the year, but it's already December. And so those are going to be coming back in January. So I am going to be running a series of live events that are going to be starting in January. And if you want to make sure that you are on the list and you get invited to those, just the best thing to do is get on my email list by going over to bit.ly slash TYD training. That's going to get you my free training on how to start taking sustainable, consistent, and aligned action in your business. It's going to get you the free training, and it's also going to get you on that list where you will not miss out on any of the updates about the free events that are coming down the pipe. More information on that coming soon. And you'll also hear about 
Rule Breakers crew, which I am currently booking calls for and taking applications for. However, we will not be starting off with new people inside the Rule Breakers crew until 2022. So in January, we kick off. Uh, when you join the Rule Breakers crew, you get access to Transcend Your Dichotomy training camp, and you have access to me as your coach. We're on live calls together every single week, and you are a part of my community over there in the Rule Breakers crew. I'd love to have you there. So again, bit.ly slash TYD training is the best place to go. You get the free training on how to take consistent, sustainable, aligned action in your business, and you don't miss out on any of the updates. All right, let's get into this conversation with Katrina. Hi, Katrina. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, we were just chatting before I hit record and I said, we need to stop and hit record because <laughs> we're going to start talking about this and it, we're going to lose it and people need to hear this. Um, so I'm really excited for where this is going to go. But before we get into that, um, could you just introduce yourself a bit and tell our listeners a bit about what you do? Yeah, definitely. So I am a business coach, specifically like a entrepreneur coach. Um, my main focus is helping entrepreneurs build consistent income in a way that feels really good and juicy and easy to everyone involved. So I talk a lot about community alignment and then business strategy for the most part, because First and foremost, I'm a huge community nerd. I am a co-leader of the local Tuesdays Together chapter, which if you don't know what Tuesdays Together is, it is a national, national, bleh, international entrepreneur community under the Rising Tide Society. Um, I am also a huge alignment nerd. I love digging into who people are, why they operate the way that they operate, learning and unlearning things about ourselves. And then, of course, when it comes to being a business coach, there is strategy involved. It's all about like combining who you are and the strategy to make that consistent income. So that is just a little bit about me. I also live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I have, I'm a cat mom and everyone on my Instagram loves my cat more than me. So <laughs> I always feel like obligated to mention Teddy. Um, and I also am just like, Really excited to be here. Me too. And now everybody who listens knows exactly why you're here because <laughs> we're talking about alignment and, you know, doing things in kind of your own way. And um, I'm really excited that you already brought up community because that's a big thing I wanted to talk with you about. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about doing things in a way that's like sustainable. I think that so many of us think that there's like only there's I think that we get it in our heads. There are specific ways that we should be marketing. And I think that one of the things that you do really well is like form real connections with people by building community. And that's something that I can't wait to dig into you, uh, dig into with you. Um, <laughs> so like, will you tell us a little bit about your story? Like how did you end up doing this work and what's your journey been like so far? Yeah, definitely. So personally, I started out in the journalism world. Um, I have a degree in magazine journalism and a degree in history, and I started out as a writer and editor for Better Homes and Gardens magazine. And Better Homes and Gardens is owned by a huge company called Meredith Corporation, and I spent time there and under some other titles under Meredith Corporation and left and freelanced full-time for them and some other companies, so then I did the freelancing thing, and then I within that freelancing time, moved from 
Des Moines, Iowa, where Ben Robson Gardens is located to Minneapolis, which is like my hometown, basically. And when I moved here, I started working for a very small company, a startup company. Um, I was a marketing specialist and social media manager at that company. So I have an enormous background in writing, editing, social media, marketing, et cetera, et cetera. But I kind of did the big corporation, small corporation, freelancing, all of the different options. And I was just like, this isn't, this isn't fitting. This isn't, this doesn't feel good. Like I, I crave people. I'm an extrovert. I want to be actually hands-on helping people, having conversations with them. And no matter where I was at, there was this level of like corporate bureaucracy that I didn't want to deal with, but also the separation between me and my audience that I wasn't here for. And so I ended up deciding to quit my job and start my business. I initially was a life coach and I learned a ton of mindset stuff, but my entire professional career before then was in regards to marketing and business strategy and all of these other copywriting, right? All these other amazing things that entrepreneurs really love to learn about. So I ended up shifting into becoming an entrepreneur coach just because I had all of this knowledge and was continuing to learn all of this stuff because I was running my own business and working with my own coaches and doing my own trainings and courses, et cetera, et cetera. So really, I got to the point where I was at because I was just like, I can't do this corporate thing anymore. And I had a friend who was like, you know, Katrina, he's like, the thing that you are so good at that I don't see anybody else doing is like making someone feel seen and welcomed like the second you meet them. And he's like, it's not even necessarily like, yes, you have all of this amazing, amazing information, but that's the thing that you love doing. And that's the thing that like the people around you really see as your greatest gift. And so I kind of was just like, how do I, how do I make a career out of that? <laughs> if that's the thing that I love doing the most, and if that is the thing that like other people around me are recognizing, then how do I turn that into a full-time job? And so that was over four years ago. And now I am uh, working all the time in my own business, which I absolutely adore working with people hands-on, right? Like actually helping them, um, we kind of mentioned this a little bit, but one of the things that I'm really, really passionate about is building a business without shoulds, which I know that you talk about a lot. Um, people who are listening to this, you'll find that Brooke and I are very, very aligned on most of our values. <laughs> and so it's been really important to me to build a business that really is aligned with who I am and who my clients are and building it in a way that does not kind of give this cookie cutter advice or push things onto people, really honoring people for who they are and where they want to be and putting value first and foremost and the value of the people first and foremost, because that's just like where my my passion lives is in humans. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, and the first time that I met you... Like one of the first things that you had said to me was like, I am just like a community person. Like I mm -hmm. love building community. I love networking. I feel like you've said the words, I love networking. And I was like, who <laughs> is this person? Because networking is so challenging for so many of us. And so when mm -hmm. the word, those words came out of your mouth, that's just like, you know, and, and the only reason why we're even sitting here is because you reached out to me and we're mm -hmm. like, hey, let's talk about like, you know, what we can do together, you know, and mm -hmm. we ended up just talking uh, about that. And so like, I'm curious, like, 
Okay. So first of all, what does this look like for you as someone who like loves community? Like what does community involvement look like for you? How does that show up in your business? And also I'm curious to know if this is something that but the networking piece, especially like, did you all, are you just a natural at it? Do you always love that? Or did you like grow into enjoying it? I think that this is a perfect way to talk about alignment because we have our, our versions of ourselves that are the should versions, right? The ones that are listening to everybody else, the ones that have conditioning, the versions of ourselves that are like, I should be doing this, I should be doing this, I should be like this, I should be like that. And for me, like, if you know me really well, if you, especially friends of mine who have known me for a really long time, like, I have a friend who always jokes, she's like, Katrina can't go to a party or an event or like a wedding without leaving with five new friends. Like, she's just like, I've known you for so long, like, this is just how you are and how you naturally operate. And that's true. But this is the aligned version of Katrina. This is how the aligned version of Katrina operates. This is how the aligned version of Katrina like moves through the world and talks to people and interacts with other people. Whereas the unaligned Katrina, the Katrina I'm thinking like back in high school, right back like when I was younger, was more shy. And it took me a while to kind of come to terms with the fact that, hey, I'm an extrovert. And I think a really common misconception misconception that people have is that extroverts do not have any social anxiety or that extroverts like are, are like, like totally comfortable talking to strangers or all these other things, right? Being extroverted simply means that I get energy from being around other people. That's what makes me an extrovert. It doesn't mean that like, I don't get nervous talking to someone for the first time or like I've had if we go back to how you and I met, right? Like I just sent you a message on Instagram. I was like, someone shared your stuff. And I was like, I could have written this myself. We need to talk. I need to be friends with this human being because obviously we are so aligned. And I've had people where I've done that and they've completely ignored me, right? Like I've had, I've sent DMs on Instagram and been like, oh my gosh, I really love everything you're talking about. I'd love to have you on my podcast or I'd love to see how we can collaborate or if we can be referral partners and I get the red receipt and then it's crickets. And the thing is, is that like, for me being like really involved in community and really having that be one of my core values, both in my business and as like for me personally, it's not that I'm not like nervous reaching out to new people. It's more so that I know that I'm happiest when I'm around other people. And I've seen time and time again, how reaching out to people anyway, creates beautiful relationships and creates like that true part of running a business that I'm looking for, which is helping people hands-on, like actually providing value to people like every single day. Like I want to connect with someone. And so, yes, I do absolutely love networking, but like I remember parties when I was younger where I would sit and read in the corner, right? Like, okay, like these, like, sure, some of these people are people I know, but I don't know anyone really, really well. So I'm just going to like go hang out by myself or like, like I know that I see the memes on uh, Instagram all the time about like the introvert is the one who shows up at the party, wants to hang out with the cat or the dog. Like, yeah, that was me also. But that's not because I was introverted. It's because like I wasn't as confident in myself and didn't know myself well enough to feel really comfortable going and talking to other people and to know that my self-worth is not 
defined by how like they interact with me. So like, that's like always the first thing I want to say when it comes to networking is like, you can be introverted or you can be extroverted and it can still feel a little like scary or a little like uncomfortable or, oh my God, I don't want to go to this event, but like, or like, I'm really anxious going to this event. And there can be a lot of reasons too for networking in particular, like okay, like maybe I'm not feeling really great about my business right now. So it's going to bring up some imposter syndrome or some comparison or, you know, like this event is located downtown and I'm not super confident parking and driving downtown. I've had that, heard that from a lot of people too. And like, I'm not the type of coach who necessarily says like push past your fears all the time and just do things anyway, because we want to explore why you have those fears and we want to like actually process through them, et cetera, et cetera. But when you do things more often, you do get more comfortable with them. And so for me, when I started my business, I will say the job I had right before then, I spent like two and a half out of three and a half years there having no friends at work, right? Like I was in a separate part of the office. I like didn't really get a chance to interact with people. I was a little intimidated by all the people who worked there. And that last kind of like year was a really transformational period for me. And that was also the year when I was like, I'm going to quit my job. So obviously, like, I'm going through a lot of, like, confronting myself and getting really aligned. And what do I actually like doing? Who actually am I? Like, et cetera, et cetera. And that's when I realized, like, I like being around people. And I'm about to start my own business where I will be home 24-7. How do I remedy that? How do I find friends in entrepreneurship? How do I create relationships? How do I find that like communal experience. And I just posted all over the freaking place. I was like, Hey, anyone want a coffee chat? Does anyone want to do a coffee chat? Do you want to do a coffee chat? Like Facebook groups up the wazoo, like asking like the people that I met, like, Oh, let me know if there's anyone else you like think I should connect with. Right. Like I spent probably the first like four months of my business, just reaching out to people and being like, hi, will you be my friend? (laughs) And the thing is, is that like, I can already hear people right now being like, oh, that sounds terrifying or this sounds terrible. And that is like, again, going back to alignment. This is really aligned for me. The idea of seeing like going on a coffee chat every single day of a week feels 0% stressful to me. It feels exciting. It lights me up. If it really feels like, oh my gosh, I'm going to vomit. That sounds terrible. Like maybe don't force yourself to do it. But there is a lot of like amazing things that you can gain from community. I get a ton of my clients from my community. I get amazing collaborations. I get to do like, I get to have a ton of amazing people on my podcast. I also just find the energy of networking events to really light me up and be big and juicy, delicious, like vibrational energy, right? Like that's not the way that everybody's going to operate, but I think like the biggest thing is knowing yourself and saying like, is this going to be the thing that works for me? Is this going to be the thing that doesn't? Because like my business is now set up where I do group coaching because I like being in group settings so much. I prefer like taking my own courses or education in a group setting as well. Like when I'm learning about things, I now know about myself. Yes, I'm going to set my business up this way. Yes, I'm going to have my personal life be this way. But also like when I'm learning about things, I'm going to do it in a group setting because that lights me up more. And so like, I guess to answer your question, 
(laughs) Community is something that I kind of came to over time because I really learned more about myself and I learned that this was something that lit me up. It wasn't something I forced. It wasn't something I like pushed. It was just like something I craved or was almost like magnetized to when I first started my business. And it was that that process of learning about myself and getting aligned that made me understand why I craved it so much and made me understand like, hey, maybe this is something I should start incorporating more into my life and more into my business because I started being a one-on-one coach. Mm-hmm. I started only doing one-on-one coaching and I I was like, I need any more. Why, is it, why am I not like super excited to sit down with my clients? And I think it's also one of those things where it's like when you have your business, which I'm sure that you know, it evolves over time. You learn more about you. You learn more about your clients. You reach new levels. You get more education. You become more self-aware. And when you get to these new parts of you, your business catches up eventually, right? You might do personal work and like move forward and then you you stop and your business needs to be evaluated so it can move forward with you. And that's really how I've come to the place that I am now where I'm just like, hi, I want to talk to everyone all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what I love about what you're saying is that you followed something that you were craving and it sounds like by following that, you sort of almost like maybe not even fully intentionally wound up in a place where it was like, oh, and this is like part of my marketing now. Oh, Mm -hmm. and this is part of how I deliver things now. Oh, and this is right. Like such an important and integral part of your business now that maybe you couldn't even quite see before all that you knew was you were craving the community. And this is something that I talk about all the time with clients of mine. And I'm sure you have this conversation with them too. It's like, sometimes you need to like follow what you do know. Like, it's so easy to be like, I don't know where the clients are going to come from. I don't know where I'm going to like, you know, how I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know how this is going to work out, but maybe you do know that you are like craving actual connection with Mm -hmm. people. And so rather than focusing on the things that you don't know, it sounds like in your case, you focused on what you did know and you followed that. And it sort of answered some of those other questions that you couldn't have seen Like you couldn't have known that it was going to lead you to the place that it led you, but you moved anyway. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So important. Yes. And it's, I have had a, I've had a couple conversations with clients about this recently too, where oftentimes when we're running our business, we'll, we'll like shit on the own, on the ways we currently get clients. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, let's look at Katrina like two years ago. And I'm like, oh my gosh, all my clients are coming from referrals. Why? I have a fully SEO optimized website. Why isn't that bringing anyone in? Like I do all of this stuff on Instagram. Why isn't that bringing anyone in? And you know what? It's because I'm a community person and I'm meant to get people through my network. And so it's like, why do we like should on ourselves and shit on ourselves both <laughs> about the things that are already working? Right. Instead of just like saying like, This is how I operate as a human being. This is the stuff that I love to do. This feels easy and fun when I get a client from a referral, right? Like that's not something that like feels like, oh, I struggled so hard and like finally I like got it. I worked really hard to get this client. It was like, no, like I literally just showed up and talked to people and made really great connections and then they sent them my way and it felt really easy and magnetized and really intuitive. 
But normally what happens is I'll sit down with my clients and I'll be like, okay, so like at the very beginning of this working with them, I'm like, so where are your current like clients coming from? And they'll like answer that question. And I'll be like, and like, what are like the marketing programs that you're focusing on or the marketing initiatives that you're like devoting your time and energy to? And they'll either be like, these are the things I'm marketing or these are the things I want to market. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, why aren't we like, why are we focusing so much on the others instead of the things that we know that are working? And I'm not saying like you can never add new ways of marketing, right? But I think it's time for us to, as like a whole, stop fighting against ourselves. Like why why are we like, oh my gosh, I can't possibly get more clients the way I'm currently getting clients. I must right. try something new and different because someone else is doing it new and different. Right. And I think that's like, Maybe the biggest lesson that I have for people when I'm talking about alignment, I'm really talking about just like tuning into how you naturally operate and amping up and turning the dial up on the things that are already working for you and like almost like tuning into who you really are and kind of what you were saying, like follow that path of the things that you already know are working or the things that you already know you really like in business and then like figure it out as you go or be like, oh, this is really working. Like I'm going to keep doing that. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And like, I mean, I can tell you like as somebody who is pretty drained by being around a lot of people, like I'm definitely not an extrovert. Like I would say that I, you know, I have, I get a charge from being in spaces with like the perfect people. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that really drives me is like when I am around the right person, I know it. And when I'm around people who are not my people, I also know it. And so I've gotten pretty good at being like, we're not a fit for each other. (laughs) You know, it doesn't happen all the time because people know because I usually come on pretty strong with a personality, you know. (laughs) But like, um, you know, if we are in that situation, I'm like, this isn't going to work well for anybody because it's Mm -hmm. really draining for me to be around just like, lots of people, period. It has to be like a couple of the right people. And so what that looks like for me is like, I'm probably not going to do like what you were saying, right? I'm probably not going to do it the way that you are doing it. But also Mm -hmm. I know that the few connections that I do build, the few relationships that I do have, have paid off so much. Like Mm -hmm. there are a couple of people who I can really think back to the first time that we landed in each other's inbox, whether they replied to an email I sent out or I messaged them or whatever in the very beginning who are still like really solid connections of mine. I can, I can immediately call to mind like multiple, like amazing clients who found me because of that person. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's just like a stream, it kicks off like a stream of referrals when you end up in like having a really strong connection with the right person. And so you're right. Like it doesn't need to be like the way that you're doing it, but don't downplay, right? Like, especially Mm -hmm. right now coming out of the pandemic, how many of us are like, I need to be around fucking people. Oh, like for sure. Love of God. And it's like, okay, well, (laughs) Maybe well, it's time. <laughs> and the thing too is, is that like, I'm a person, I, right? I'm an extrovert. I crave community. I want to be around people all the time. I built my business around that. But the other reason why I do group coaching, right? I specifically, that's like my primary service is a group setting because it also is super beneficial for the people in the group. 
right? Like this is something that's beneficial for every single entrepreneur, regardless of if you're an introvert or an extrovert. Like it doesn't matter necessarily if you are someone like me who's like, I could go to four networking events in a week and be totally fine and lit up and happy by that. Or if you're the type of person who's like, you know, maybe one a month, that's that's enough. <laughs> because we as entrepreneurs also, a lot of the reason why we deal with things like imposter syndrome or comparison or like fears and anxieties and all of these things that we maybe would call like the quote unquote negative parts of like running your own business, we are isolated. We generally are working from home, maybe working in a like co-working space. Everything that we're doing is dependent on ourselves and our own decisions and our own actions that we're taking. And we are the people who have to be saying like, I like if taxes get go through, it's up to me. If like marketing goes out, it's up to me. If the actual service that I'm providing is happening, it's up to me. If I'm getting clients, it's up to me. And doing that alone can just be so, so overwhelming and so, so difficult. And the truth is, is that like, we don't have to do it that way. And that's like the other reason why I'm so passionate about community and talking about community is it's like, first of all, like, yeah, don't shut on yourself, even if it's shutting on yourself about community, but also like, don't hide away from other people. And when we're talking about building relationships within business, I'm also talking about like building like really true, honest relationships, because we want to make sure that like, if I am feeling upset that I was really excited about this client, they had like decided they were going to work with me and then it fell through. I want to be honest and vulnerable about that with my community so that people who understand what I'm going through can like cheer me up or can like even just like hold space for my emotions to exist. Mm -hmm. And when we do that in a bubble, all that does is create like spiraling thoughts or like negative self-talk, like depending on how who you are and how you operate. And I see this all the time too with entrepreneurs who are like a little bit reluctant to really give the full actual state of their business. And I mean, I'm not going to go on this rant, but we see this too with coaches, for instance, who are like, I made 10K in two weeks. And like, they're not telling you that they also spent like 5K on ads, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Like we get this rhetoric all the time that if we're not making six figures, that there's something wrong with us or there's something shameful about us. Or if we're not like this, like super, 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 super high, like, like income achieving entrepreneur, that there's something wrong with us. And the truth is, is that having real community really neutralizes that thought. Having real understanding of like, this is who I am and this is how I operate, right? That alignment part. And this is how my friend operates. And this is what like she's really great at and what her passions are means that I can stay in my lane and she can stay in her lane. I can be a community person. You do not have to be. But it's by making those real connections that even our mental health and our mindset and like the day-to-day part of running a business feels so much easier and more fun and juicier. Like imagine like you're able to sit down and say, hey, friend, I have this like really cool marketing idea I'm trying to think through. Would you mind like sitting down with me and processing it together, giving me some ideas, like giving me some feedback versus just like sitting down and like doing it by yourself and hoping that it works out? 
Like there are so many benefits to community outside of just the bottom line, even though there is the bottom line, right? You get referrals, you get collaborations, you get like a chance to actually make money from your network. But you also get the chance to be like a more peaceful, more satisfied, more like happy human being. Yeah. And more informed on like what's actually going on in other people's businesses, which is so fucking helpful. Like I remember the first time that I made some connections with people who were um, a good bit ahead of me in their business and hearing them talk about like, I have done this program like every year for the past five years and it's always sold out and this launch is like flopping and being like, what? Mm -hmm. Wait what? It's not just me. Wait, hold on. You've been doing this for how long? Hold on. What? Like, hold. (laughs) And like, everyone stop. I did not realize, you know, it sounds ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but it's like when you're not talking to real human beings about, about what's going on, the whole bubble and alternate reality that social media can create is amplified like tenfold. And then when you're really around people, it's like a whole other story. And I also think that you're so right that like, we like it or not, we need each other. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, you cannot be, you just can't do it alone. Even if you want to keep telling yourself the story that you have to do it alone, because a lot of us have told ourselves that story. And I, I don't know a single entrepreneur who didn't have to get over that. Like that's that's something that I need to do this all by myself thing is like such bullshit that we all need to figure out how to get over. And when we do, everything becomes so much easier. But it's like, you're literally asking people to come and work with you. So... Mm-hmm you can't actually do this by yourself. Like, like it or not, your success is dependent on connection. It's dependent on that, like on calling people in. And and it also just becomes like so much fucking easier when you finally are like, oh, there's actually support here. There's actually a bunch of people who I could ask for help or just ask, like just ask. I was literally just right. having this conversation <laughs> with a client this morning and I was like, what? She was kind of talking about how she had this problem and she wasn't quite sure what to do about it. And I said, what um, sort of support is available? There was a particular platform that we were talking about. And I said, mm-hmm. what sort of support is available with that platform? Is there like a Facebook group or whatever? She was like, yeah. I was like, I want you to go into the Facebook group and I want you to literally say, people who X her situation, mm-hmm. how do you handle Y? Just mm-hmm. ask the question. There's an entire group of people there and you can literally just ask the question and they will give you the answer. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to figure it out in your own head. Um, but I'm I, like, I feel for her and I feel for everybody who goes through this because there's so much like, first of all, it's just, that's a lesson that needs to be learned in itself and it takes time. But I also think that there's just a lot of like fear involved with even oh, showing yeah. your hand about what you don't know or mm-hmm. about, how they, right? You need to show up authentically for people to show up authentically to you. And if you're not willing to take that first step to be like, this is what's actually going on with me, or this is what I need mm-hmm. help with. If you're somebody who's afraid to ask for help, like me, like I, for so, that's like one of the biggest learnings is like being okay asking for help. Mm-hmm. People are not going to meet you halfway and be authentic back. And so it's kind of like on you. Yeah. 
The thing that I also like tell my clients is I'm like, building relationships is a skill we are taught. It is like, am I an innately social being? Yes. Did I still have to be taught how to interact, right? How to have the ping pong of a like conversation? Did I like, and think about like, a baby. Think about like a one-year-old, right? We have to be taught language, but we also have to be taught social skills. We have to be taught how to interact with other human beings. And so like there is nothing like shameful about you not knowing or not feeling as confident in your skill of being a social human. Like there's nothing that should be super shameful about that. If you think about like, hey, like I haven't studied calculus as much as the person next to me, am I going to be ashamed about that? Probably not. Unless you're like, maybe like an engineer, math, like very math oriented human being and get paid to do the maths. But (laughs) (laughs) like I tell, it's just like as entrepreneurs, we look at something like networking or just even as human beings, we look at something like having a conversation with a stranger as like, oh, I'm an ex, like I'm an introvert. Like I can't do that. And it's like, this isn't something that is a, like, only extroverts can talk to people. And it's not something that's even just like, oh, like, that's too scary. Like, that's not something that's something that's out of my reach. This is something we learn how to do. This is something we practice. And the only way to get better at that skill is to practice it the same way that you would practice piano, like the same way that you're going to, like, go to, like, a soccer practice, we practice having social skills. And I am someone who have practiced enough that I'm comfortable in a networking event to see someone who's standing in the corner and say, hey, do you want to come talk to us? Do you want to come join our group? Or I'm standing in line and I don't know anybody at the like entire event. And I just turn to the person next to me and I say, hey, I don't think I've met you yet. My name's Katrina. What's yours? The secret of networking events and the secret of community or relationships in general is that everybody else also wants to make connections. Like you don't go to a networking event to stand by yourself in the corner. You go to the networking event to try to make connections and everybody else in the room is doing the exact same thing. So no one's going to be like, oh, she talked to me or like they they wanted to have a conversation with me because that's also why they're there. (laughs) It's like you go to the mall and like you're like uncomfortable asking the cashier to check you out, even though that's literally their job and the entire reason why they're at that store at the mall. Right. And so I also like to remind people like the easier you do it or the more you do it, the easier it gets. Like I still go into every single coffee chat with a stranger being like, hopefully this is going to work out well or like hopefully this is a good fit. And like sometimes it's not. Like, Mm -hmm. it just isn't. And that's okay. And sometimes they think it's a great fit and I don't. And that's also can be awkward. And I'm sure there's times when I think it's a great fit and they don't. And that I'm sure is also awkward. But the thing is, is that like the more that I do it, the less scary my brain thinks it is. Right. And also like the more I do it, the better I get at it. The, The easier it feels to do because I'm also doing it better than I was the last time or like two years beforehand when I first started doing this or whatever, right? It, it Like like I was saying beforehand, going into someone's DMs and being like, hey, you're really cool. You want to talk? Doesn't always work out in my favor, but sometimes it does. And then those times are like so good that why wouldn't I do it again? Right, right. 
Yeah. Okay. So um, we can use me as a guinea pig then. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't. Okay. So I kind of. Here we go with my bullshit, right? <laughs> I'm using the pandemic as my reason mm-hmm. for why I haven't gone to any in person networking events. I've mm-hmm. not gone to any. I literally, today, I reached out to somebody who I actually know is in the same city as me who I've never met in person before. And Ooh. I was like, where are these networking events that we need to go to? And was kind of like, maybe we can like body double on this. Maybe we yeah. can meet each other and then we can like both go and like at least we have one another, you mm-hmm. know, if it feels awkward, whatever. Where do we start to find aligned like places to show up to? And I have tried, okay, so I tried to, I I hunted down the Tuesdays together Mm-hmm. in my city and it's just kind of like died i think tuesdays together this is like a side thing tuesdays together internationally cannot meet in person until minimum of march so <gasps> okay that okay so that's not uh the, and they're not doing like a virtual thing i'm open to virtual too but the question mm-hmm. is where do i start finding events that i can start to put myself into and maybe mm-hmm. start to find out or start the process of getting better at this So when it comes to finding events, the things Mm -hmm. that I would recommend first would be Eventbrite, actually. Okay. Most people list their events on Eventbrite. And a lot of – Eventbrite does a great job of also being like, here's similar events. And you can just put in like any sort of business thing and it should give you some good results for your area. I would also talk about like local Facebook groups. Local Facebook groups are what I moved to first and foremost. Um, They normally have like those like, it's Monday and today's thread is blah and it's Tuesday and today's thread is blah. And oftentimes at least one of those threads is asking for a collaboration, asking for a coffee chat, those sorts of things. And that's where I started like putting coffee chat requests back when I first started like really, really looking to make connections. And... What I would say is like you you don't want to just go to any networking event, right? You want to go to the ones that feel aligned, that feel really good, have a coffee chat with someone that like feels really good for you. And I always say like, hey, like my name's Katrina. Like this is what I do. Like I'm really looking to like meet with like other people who have the same values as I do. Like I really love X, Y, Z or like this is how I feel about business And trying to make sure that like I'm a little bit more upfront and give a little bit more of like a, this is, this is not just who I am, but this is my vibe, right? Like, (laughs) like I'm the, before this conversation, we were talking about Instagram and I'm like, I'm feeling like my vibe on Instagram is I don't want to just sell, 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 sell all the time. That kind of thing might be like what I talk about. Like I really talk about alignment and I'm not a cookie cutter like coach. I'm not going to give everybody the same advice. Like I really want to like get to know my client really personally and give them really, really specific individual advice, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And put like those like further details in my requests to meet with mm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, I also on Instagram, if I find people who are local that I or not local, obviously, <laughs> but who I do feel like like are aligned based off of their um, content on their grid, their content and their stories, highlights, et cetera, et cetera. Then I might reach out to them and just be like, "Hi, like you're, I like, I really like your content. I think you're really cool. Do you want to do a virtual coffee date? 
because those work out really well also because you can kind of get an idea of who someone is beforehand. I've done that um, with people to do in-person ones also. When like you like are looking for networking events, it's also just like, what is the vibe? Like that's like the most important part. And you're going to go to some that like feel a little off or like, oh, this was a little bit more buttoned up. Like I know for a fact that B&Is are not normally going to be my jam, right? Like I'm looking for something that's a little bit like younger, a little bit more hip. Like are like what's how are they marketing it? How are they like talking about it? Right? Those are going to be things. But once you start finding them, they're going to start flooding to you. I will say with the pandemic, there's less happening. Like they're de- I can't I cannot possibly go to four like networking events in a week right now. They just aren't there. But when you start finding them, more will come out of the woodwork because a lot of a lot of people are like me and do go to networking events all the time. If I could get paid to network, I would. Like that would if that could be a job where I just show up to networking events all the time and that's what I get paid for, I would do it. And there are other people who are like me and you just need to like find them in your city and be like, hey, mm. tell me about the next one. Mm. <laughs> do you, so was there a time where you were going to four networking events a week? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. I wouldn't say that this is like super regular and depending on like the networking events, it, and these are like, networking events, not coffee chats. So probably coffee chats on top of that. Um, I would say I normally do like talk to like four to six strangers a month in a coffee chat sort of situation or a free session. I do free sessions for my business. So like that sort of situation. Um, Regular networking events, I would say before the pandemic, it was a minimum of once a week I would be at a networking event. Um. More than that, if I could, but I literally can go to four networking events in a week and be perfectly happy doing it and be like, this is just fun, right? This is just me going, like going to a social event that I find amazing. (laughs) Well, so I feel like I have homework from this. (laughs) I've made this into an information, an informational and coaching session for Mm -hmm. myself Thank you, everybody, for being present. <laughs> I have homework. I because I really am like I am feeling a, more of an urge to. We were talking about this earlier. Like I definitely am feeling an urge to have like real, authentic connections with people. Honestly, like right now, now I, I mean, obviously because of the time of, of you know the time and place and history. I'm like, I want to be like with people in person if possible. Uh, But you know, obviously still like having to, there's constraints on that, but it's like the internet will tell you that it's all on the internet. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling like I need to shift the inertia. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, there's so much inertia and momentum behind just like create content, show up online. And like, I have seen clients do this where it's like, like, I will ask people exactly what you were saying before, like what worked for you? Like Mm -hmm. what works for you? Where are people coming from? And it's always like, oh, well doing something in person or like I work with multiple yoga teachers and they'll be like, oh, well teaching a studio. And then people Mm -hmm. just like really like my classes. And then I end up having a connection with them, whatever. And I'm like, okay, so why not more of that? And then before you know it, it's like the ball is rolling and it's Mm -hmm. happening entirely offline. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm in a place where I'm like, it is on me now to shift the momentum, mm-hmm. get my ass into some kind of social setting. I'll be fine. It's going to get easier the more that I do it. And I always have to remind myself too, like I would say even to anybody who's listening, like think about the things that you've done that were uncomfortable in the past. Mm-hmm. You got used to it and it was fine. And so I have to now remind myself, like I created my Instagram account when I started my business. I had never used Instagram before and I figured it out. Mm-hmm. So if I could figure that out, I can figure out how to be a social human being in my actual community. <laughs> well, and the thing too, that like, I want to remind people and you included, right? Like there's going to networking events and you can go to your first networking event and the entire goal is just to go. Like you can say like, Thank I'm going to show up. And that's the whole goal. And then the second time you're like, I'm going to, and like maybe the first time you're like, I'm going to stay for a minimum of a half hour, right? Like I'm going to go, I'm going to stay oh, for a minimum of a half, half an hour. This is a good bar. Thank yeah. you for that. And then I can leave if I'm really uncomfortable. And then the next time you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay for like 45 minutes minimum. And then the third one, you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay for 45 minutes and make sure I initiate conversation with one stranger. Oof. And Got it. It you like you slowly ease your way into it. It's not like day one. I'm asking you to show up for a two hour long conversation and make like 15 friends and then leave, right? Like that's that's not like the whole goal. The whole goal is day one. I just want to show up, and if I show up and I walk in and I go to the bathroom and I leave again, like okay, I still showed up. The second time I showed up, I stayed for half an hour, right? Like if you can make it feel more accessible and make it feel like. This doesn't have to be I show up and I'm stuck in a room for two hours, really, really uncomfortable, having like anxious thoughts the entire time and being like, why why did I go? Why did I do this? What? Because that also means you're going to be less likely to go to the next time. Right. And that's okay, like, thank you. Yeah. That's like the goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. I, I, I needed that reminder and I'm going to keep that in mind and I'm going to report back. I'm going to report back on yeah. the podcast and I will report back to you and I will yes. let you know when I go. I'll like, you know, I'll mm-hmm. like tag you somewhere or whatever and make the announcement yes. that uh, your girl <laughs> is out there uh, doing the thing, being uncomfortable. Um, like literally set an alarm on your phone and be like, okay, I got 29 minutes left. I got <laughs> I 15 like minutes like- left. I feel like once I get there, I'll be okay. It's and that's, getting that's my normally the hardest part. Yes. Yeah. Because the thing is that like when other people take the initiative, like, you know, we're you and I, when mm-hmm. other people take the initiative and reach out to me, I'm like, this is the <laughs> best. Like, I love this. This is great. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, I have my own, I, I, my thing that I always tell myself, and I'm going to say this in case anybody who's listening has this, I am always telling myself a story that I'm going to mm-hmm. reach out. And then the person who I reach out to, or the person who I introduce myself to is going to be in like looking at me, like who the fuck is this person? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I always have to like remind myself, like, first of all, even if that is the case, if that is the case, <laughs> then I have my answer that that is not a somebody who I actually right. want to be connected with because like, why would you judge someone like that? You know, but of course I still mm-hmm. tell myself that story. Um, but also like worst that can happen is, I mean, what's the worst that can happen, right? Like right. I've, I, you know, it's just so, it's just the momentum. It's the inertia thing, you know, when you're not in the practice of doing it, it's just a matter of getting into the practice of doing it. So. Well, and I, like also like, even I am like, oh, hopefully she doesn't think I'm some crazy weirdo, but whatever. But the thing is, is that like, 
what I remind myself of is when people reach out to me like that, I'm stoked. I'm like, yeah, like, let's have a conversation. You like what I do? That's amazing. Like, I want to talk to you. Right. And so then when I'm reaching out to someone, I'm like, how do I feel when I get reached out to? I want to make that person feel this way. I want to recognize them for, like, the things that they do that I genuinely like. Mm -hmm. And that's how, like, I also talk to my own brain when I'm like, "Uh, I don't know, is this person going to think I'm weird or what normally happens for me now is if it's like someone with a really large audience, I'm mm. like, they're not going to have time for me. Like, they're not going to want to talk to me. It's, it's right. like, eh. but then I'm like, I don't know. Every single time someone reaches out to me, I feel really great about it as long as they're aligned. And like, why would I shy away from this opportunity to make this person feel really great too? Mm. And so like kind of shifting that thought in your mind. It's an excellent reframe. Yeah. I'm going to use that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Katrina, this is such a fantastic conversation. Is there anything that we did not touch on that you feel like you need to make sure to say before we, I mean, aside from how people can find you, which we're going to talk about that. (laughs) Um, I would just say like, remember that every single person is feeling this exact way, including the extroverts in the conversation, right? Like every person has their stories. Every person has like some insecurities. That's just like a fact of human life. And so first and foremost, you're not alone in being afraid or like be like being like, oh, I don't know if I can do this networking event. This like seems really uncomfortable. Um, But also like because everyone is feeling this way, it almost can be empowering to be that person who's at the event and is like, hey, I see someone who is not talking to people. I'm going to be the one that goes and introduces myself to them. Mm. Like, again, kind of like reframing it. So it's like instead of like I'm going to go and be the person at the networking event who sits at a table alone, so I'm going to be the one at the networking event who makes sure no one else is sitting at a table alone. Mm. And that really shifts it to feeling like, yeah, like I want to go do that. Like I, that makes like for me personally, I'm always like that makes me feel really good. And like that is like the thing that I love doing at networking events now more than anything else. It's just like, hi, I'm Katrina. Do you want to come talk to us? Or like, what do you do? Like and making sure that the other person at the event feels seen and heard and recognized and have a better experience than they would have if I wasn't there. Like that's yeah. my whole goal. I love that. We all need you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just come to all the networking events all over the world as much as possible and be that person for you. Oh my God. That's how you'll get paid to network. Yes. Yes. We'll pay you to come to the networking event with us. Oh my gosh. Or what should really happen is every networking event should just hire me to be the person to like go around and be like, hi, you're sitting alone. Do you want to come sit with us? You're sitting over here. Do you want to come sit at this table? And that'll be my job. Okay, if anybody's listening who's gonna who's thinking about doing like an in-person event and mm-hmm. you're worried that like it's gonna be awkward and it's not gonna be cohesive, get in Katrina's <laughs> inbox, DMs, yeah. fly her out, and she'll make sure that everybody, you know. Everybody feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. How can people find you? <laughs> so I would say primarily um, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is just Katrina.Widener. It's very, very straightforward. My website is KatrinaWidener.com. 
And then I also have uh, my own podcast that Brooke was nice enough to come on called the Badass Business Squad podcast. So I would also love if you guys could go like take a listen and see if, if nothing else, go listen to Brooke's episode because it is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. This was so fantastic. And I'm really glad that you reached out to me. And now we get to bring this up, see the power of networking. Yes. (laughs) Thanks to your networking, people get this episode. Um, No, but really, I appreciate you being here so much. Thank you for your time and for sharing this with us and for coaching me through this a little bit. You know, I'm not going to lie. I needed this conversation today. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. It has been so much fun and I really appreciate it. (laughs) If you want to hear more from Katrina, you can find all of her information linked in the show notes. Check her out on Instagram at katrina.widener or her website, katrinawidener.com or head over to the Badass Business Squad podcast. And as always, if you know someone who needs to hear this episode, I would so appreciate your support with a share. Transcend Your Dichotomy is a production of Passion and Process Collaborative, LLC. The show is produced by me, Brooke Monahan, with production and marketing support from Alex Henderson. If you want to support me in the show, the best way to do that is to leave a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts and share the show with someone who you know needs to hear it. For free trainings, my weekly newsletter, or to join us in the Rule Breakers crew, go to brooke-monahan.com. That's M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. Love y'all. See you next week.